Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. This is Reservations, and I'm Rain Whalen. And I'm Stefan Arkell. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He's the cool version of Steve Urkel. Steve, Steve Urkel. Yeah, when, <laughs> when he goes in the thing and becomes cool, then he comes out and he's Stefan Arkell. Is that how they got the, the idea for Eddie Murphy's Nutty Professor? It's got to be it. No. Like, hey. Remember when Jaleel White? No, Jerry Lewis had the had the Nutty Professor before. <laughs> okay, let me rephrase. Do okay. you think they use the same concept for the Nutty Professor too? Because because yeah. remember, the the cool version of him yeah. gets his own body. Okay, now here's here, okay. You're you're assuming I've seen Nutty Professor two, and oh, that's you've where seen the Nutty Professor three. Yes, that one I saw. I don't even know if there is a third one. There's Christmas one? with the Crumps. No, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> no, I have not. No, I don't I think there's a third one. Because the second one was awful. If I did see the first one, which is, I, I probably did, but I don't remember. So. Uh, and I've I, never seen the Jerry Lewis one. I barely remember. We're off to a great start. I barely remember. Anyway. Oh, man. Welcome back, everyone. Um, we've missed you, but honestly, we had fun last week. We had fun. Uh, we had your bachelor party. I yep. say we. Kale pretty much. Well, Kale planned it to a point, mm-hmm. and then we made you choose what we were doing. Yeah, it was just a mind fucking nightmare. Um, <laughs> but see, that's why that's why you picked a good best man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. You figure it out. Yeah, like, dude, I, know. I got everyone here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do it next. You, you figure it out because. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, we had fun. We did. Um. I was not expecting to go to Dealey Plaza. Yeah, go to a museum. You go know, to a you, museum. You know for, how uh, bachelor bars are crazy. Hey, you remember that scene in The Hangover, right? Where, <laughs> where they, they go to a museum. Where they go to a museum where they have to be quiet. Uh, uh, but the, that was cool, though. It was really cool. It was. I was not expecting uh, your bachelor party to go that way, but nah. it, was, it was really cool. It was fun. Um, and as I told you off mic, that has now become my personality for the next month. Yeah. Of uh, trying to solve the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> um, dude, I'm not going to lie. I'm like a Jehovah's Witness on the street. Been like talking to everyone about it. Oh, my God. Like, I have a problem. I've even already texted Keegan like, okay, revised theory. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is he into it? Is he- oh, yeah. 100%. He was like, <laughs> he was like, yes. He was like, he was like, okay, I could see that. He was like, I'm glad this irks you as much as me. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, dude. Oh my god. Um That's so funny that you guys have but gotten super into on it. the real though, it was actually really cool. because uh, even you know, I said it the day of, but you know, you read about it, you read about that Kennedy was assassinated yep. in Dallas, Texas. And, you know, you read it as a kid and you're like, Oh, okay. But then you actually go and you stand on the street corner where Yeah other normal people were standing and watched him get killed. Yeah. It's, it's it, wild it, it stuff. Was, it was very surreal, man. I know, it's crazy. Um, and then, of course, I sent my wife that picture of you standing in the street pointing yeah. at the, the kill shot. It's the kill shot. Yeah, and she was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But it was interesting. I was not expecting to learn anything. Yeah, I know, right? Party. Well, I learned, so this is embarrassing. I learned on the bachelor party that pepperoni is pork. I didn't know. Oh, that. that's right. Yeah, I had no idea. What an interesting conversation the first night. Yeah, I had no idea that uh, pepperoni was made out of pork. I didn't know. Yeah, that. dude, it's how it's cured. Didn't know it. 
I reckon hear everyone now, in the comments. Now, if you were like, well, what did you think it was? I go, I don't know. I just didn't think about what it, it was, was made meat. of. You know, yeah, it's, it's pepperoni. It grows on the pepperoni tree. I don't know. <laughs> well, here, this make you feel better. Okay. My wife didn't realize that rubber comes from a tree. Hmm. The rubber plant. Right. She didn't realize that. No, I'm learning that right now also. Oh, dear God. We're just learning a bunch of... It's like Pete Holmes' stand-up. Honestly, I thought um, rubber... This is so stupid. I hate the way this is going. It's okay. Um, I we got to catch the audience. I up. think I assumed maybe rubber was a kind of plastic, like a cure, like a, a different processed plastic. Well, I mean, it is, is what I assumed. It is was. in its way, but it is in its way. Yeah, uh, it's it, it, such it's a in its way. bullshit answer. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. You could say that about it. It, it is in its way. It is know? in its way. In its own way. You know, in its own way. <laughs> by by that I mean it's not like that at all. <laughs> Just trying to think of a good one, yeah. but I couldn't. But anyway, yeah, we, we had fun. Um, unfortunately, I'm surprised we survived the two nights we were there. Uh, it's cold. With how cold it was in the Airbnb. Airbnb did not have heaters. It, well, okay, the heater wasn't working. Yeah. Right, and so we had, they, <laughs> they brought some. They brought portable space heaters. They brought some heaters. Which I love that Kale called. Was it Kale or was it Keegan that called that it was going to trip the breaker? I think Keegan. He was, he was Keegan. Yeah. Shout out to Keegan if yeah, you're listening. He's like buddy. Bob Vila. You know what I mean? That yeah. guy. But we had fun. Yeah. And but now it's back. Now we're back. Now we got to get back into everything. Yeah. We... Um. So if you tuned in uh, two weeks ago, holy shit! Yeah, it's been two weeks. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um. This week we were talking about come on, come on. So Jeremy, why did you why did you want to pick this one this time? Um. When it came out. Or when it was announced or whatever, like the trailer dropped, whatever. I was like, oh, that looks interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe. Right. And then our boy, Zach. Shout, yeah. Zach, I told Jeremy, we're probably going to have to be shouting you out this whole episode. Uh, he texted me when it was in theaters. And he goes, hey, man, I just saw Come On, Come On. It's incredible. Like, you have to see it. Like, I, you know, I mean, he's he was gushing over Come On, oh, Come On. I, I told uh, after we left Dealey Plaza, I told him, I reminded him that we were doing it. And he's like, rain. You're going to love it. I know. And I was like, well, shit. Now I really have to see this movie. And then, of course, we live in Midland, Texas. It doesn't, yeah. right? Getting A24 movies here is like... No, no, no. And then um, it's so hit or miss because sometimes you would think we're not going to get it and we do. Like with Pearl and X. And um, like Midsummer and Hereditary. And mm. you know what I mean? Like we, who knew we were going to get those, right? Yeah. Um, uh, the Witch. That was weird. That was a weird one. The Vivitch. Yeah, the Vivovich. Um, but yeah, we didn't get that one. And just like the uh, the Banshees of, um, oh, fuck, right. I can't pronounce that last word. But yeah, uh, we didn't we didn't get that either. So I mean, yeah. you know, what I mean, it's so hit or miss with movies here. So we didn't get Come On, Come On, of course. Uh, so I had to wait. And then I bought it when it came out on Blu-ray. But then that was when we had already decided we're doing this. And I said, I'll save it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and you know what? perfect time man. yeah and my boy Shep at work uh, he said that it was wonderful and he loved it and I was yeah. like well shit man like <laughs> you're gonna have to wait man for me to be able to see it cause we'll I don't t- know we'll talk about it after I see it I promise. yeah I promise you so Monday that's all I'm doing I guess uh, I'm gonna go talk to Shep for a while yeah uh, and yeah man and what a what a good pick bro yeah like it's I mean granted I think we've had a banger of a season I think so so far even though of course this is the season's gone on way longer than it's needed to. Yeah. But, uh, but man, an, another one. And 
our boy Joaquin Phoenix. Yep. Third Joaquin Phoenix movie we've done yeah. this season. Uh, so, okay. So, first impressions. Uh, what what did you think, considering this was your pick? Um, I think I loved it immediately, as soon as it started, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love the, you know, the idea of interviewing uh, kids for uh, a radio show. Mm-hmm. It, it felt like NPR to me. It was who we worked for, but... Um, oh, did they? It, no, it, it wasn't. It, oh, it okay. felt like NPR. Like, it felt like it was NPR, you gotcha. know what I mean? Sort of a thing, but whatever. Um, I was going to say, like, they never actually... They just say that he's, like, a radio yeah, journalist. Yeah, he's a radio journalist. Whatever that means. It's NPR, right? Yeah. Like, This American Life sort of a thing is what it felt like to me. But um, I liked that. I liked that with... Coincidentally, with interviewing children, he gets the opportunity to take care of his nephew. Mm-hmm. Which I liked, right? Yeah. Um, when the movie ended, I found it fascinating that a, a character actor I love so much, who is uh, Scott Mc, uh, McNary. Um, uh, who plays Paul. Paul. Yeah. Uh, that we don't get to hear him speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Barely. Or barely. Right? Like barely. barely. Yeah, we do hear him talk. Yeah, yeah. And when... it's like he's barely in the movie. And I'm like, I love that guy. <laughs> Why is I'm he not gonna lie. in this more? Every time I saw him pop up on screen, all I could think about was... Once upon a time in Hollywood, who's Johnny Madrid? <laughs> That's all I could think about. That's funny. Like that line kept popping up into my head. Uh, he's such a great character. Actor. He's, he really so is. Killing them softly, uh, which is wonderful. Um, Andrew Dominic. Yeah, Andrew Dominic. Um, also in Gone Girl, he's in that oh, for right. um, a scene. Right. Um, incredible guy. Uh, uh, you know, I love. You're forgetting movie. about his best performance though. Uh, Batman v Superman. Uh, Batman v Superman. <laughs> I barely remember that movie. Um, he's got no legs. He's like Lieutenant Dan. He's got no legs. He's got no legs in that one? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Um, Lex use him, uses him as a bomb. So I loved seeing him. Right? Yeah. I always loved seeing him. Um, I loved... I loved just the... It's it's sort of a... It's not a hard plot. right? Hard meaning um, it's not very rigid. Like It's sort of like flowing. Yeah. The plot. It's, it, it's, it's more... It, I'll agree. Yeah, it's more like just life. It felt to me like about a boy also. Mm, um, yeah. yeah. Um, which the movie's great, but I also really liked the television show that they did uh, on NBC. Uh, that, yeah. That was unfairly canceled yeah. after two seasons. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I, I saw the first season and I loved it. I don't think I saw the second season, which is probably why it got canceled. Um, yeah, probably. And, and so I loved that. I love that aspect yeah. of it. That I love the relationship between the two of them. I love the the sort of the, the personality that the kid had I, I loved oh um, yeah he was he was killing me yeah I like everything I read that the movie was uh, just a flat out drama but any time he opened his mouth I would laugh yeah you know um so I, I just loved it I yeah. loved everything about it also doing some research and I haven't watched it yet and now I have to um he directed I am easy to find uh, Mike Mills mm-hmm. uh, directed I am easy to find the short film. Um, that accompanied the last national album. Um, oh, I'm okay. easy to find. Which, of uh, course, everyone knows. With Alicia Vikander. And, uh, shout out to our Warrior episode. Jeremy is a huge fan of the national. Yes. Yes, I am. His so. sad dads. My sad dads. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they've now embraced it. So now they have like merch that say sad dads. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, that's, that's dope. Which I love. Uh, so I think I just loved everything about it, to be brutally honest with you, which seems sort of lame and sort of like, you know, no. there's nothing, 
you know, there's no real criticism. You know, I just loved it. I, I thought it was wonderful. Well, I mean, and, and um, I'll, the last thing I'll say is the the thing I absolutely loved was anytime they read anything, yeah. uh, it would pop up on screen the title and the author. Oh, yeah. Fuck, man. Like, <laughs> I love it. You know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, yeah. My first impressions, pretty much everything you're saying, man. The the story, you know, uh, it is sort of this this odd couple esque um, situation, but you know, it's it was such a it was such a sweet story, mm-hmm. you know, uh, which is something I appreciated that. You know, and I know I've said on this show before that dramas aren't my go-to mm-hmm. genre of movie because uh, I don't like to be bummed out. Yeah. Um, of course, doing the show for three years, I'm I'm a little bit more open now to dramas, but mm-hmm. the movie didn't feel very heavy-handed with with the drama, which is something I really like. No, here's what I loved about it about the drama aspect is it's not nothing too terrible is happening right yeah the the most we get between the most conflict we get between uh johnny and the yeah, kid and uh, jesse jesse um is um he like just he he walks off without him yeah a couple you know what i mean and it's like ah like you can't do that yeah it's yeah. so grounded in reality that he's not he's not running away right mm-hmm. he's not um the kid, there's not a a huge wall between them. Yeah. There's not any sort of tension between the two of them. It's there. It's you know, I'm trying to think of an example of something that would be a little too over the top for this sort of story, where you know there is that sort of tension between the two of them, or if they hated each other, mm-hmm. or if maybe. Johnny was the only person that could watch him, but you know, Johnny hit him once and then now, you know, whatever, whatever the shit, you know what I mean? I love that that wasn't there. None of that was there. Yeah. Right. Again, and the conflict was so, was so benign Mm -hmm. that it, it just felt so real. Right. Yeah. You know, and the whole time you were saying that, all I could think of was like, you know, this was like a lesser from a lesser, I don't want to say lesser. If it was maybe a different writer or director, or a different story, you know, that would be the central focus of, oh, the kid ran away. Oh, no. Right. What are we going to do? Or he keeps constantly getting in trouble or yeah. is so oppositionally defiant, you know, throughout the entire time they're together. Right. That mm-hmm. just doesn't happen. Yeah. Right. Which is, I mean, like, yes, in real life, you know, some kids are really like that. Of course. But, yeah, I agree that this movie is so grounded in reality that... Yeah. The story didn't need Jesse to run away dramatically. Or, you know... Or be a troublemaker, or... Right, or, you know. like, destroy all of his recordings, or whatever bullshit, right? Yeah. Um, if any... You know, I love that he's interested, yeah. right? And that he wants to put on the headphones. He wants to walk around with the <laughs> microphone. By the way, that sound design, oh. once they put... Once he has it, once he, you know, yeah. and then now we can hear what he's hearing with Glory. the... Oh, man. It, it, they kind of brought me back to season one when we would use headphones. Right. Yeah. Um, that I thought about the same thing. I was like, oh, man, because it, it's so fun messing with the gain and like hearing your yeah hearing self. myself yeah, which you think is going to be awful, but once you realize there's no delay, that you're fine. Yeah. You know, um, it's real time 
um, audio, which is nice. Yeah. Um, so, okay. What's this movie about? I guess we can... Yeah, I was we, just about to say... We can actually get into the plot a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, we've been kind of dancing around it for a while. I'll do it as fast as I can. Yeah, um, I've been trying to summarize it uh, yeah. all day, and uh, I, I can't even... Viv is um, Johnny's sister. Johnny is uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Viv is uh, Gabby Hoffman, who a lot of you may remember as the daughter um, in Field of Dreams. Um yeah, that's why I thought you brought up Field of Dreams earlier today. No, I just brought it up. Uh, oh, that's right, because I told you. I brought up Field of Dreams Day at work because neither of my employees had seen it. Oh, I know. So good. I don't know why I brought it. Oh, because we were watching The Sandlot. The okay. Sandlot was on TV. Okay, gotcha. And I was like, you know, it's another good baseball movie. Yeah. Field of Dreams. Any baseball. I love baseball movies. But yeah, uh, but yeah so she's the daughter in um, oh, Field God. of Dreams. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So... <laughs> um and she she and and johnny do have a little bit of of tension between them just because of how they feel that their mom should have been treated or should have been taken care of during the last year of her life it it would seem like she was uh, dealing with dementia or alzheimer's something like that right because um i think i read somewhere it said dementia okay yeah it's very familiar because uh, that's kind of how my grandparents are not to that extent but, you know, you have to play along. I am completely on Johnny's side on this, you know, where you yeah. just talk to her and you know, whatever she says, you say, OK, you know what I mean? Right. You're not going to fix it by saying, oh, actually, no, you're Miss Mar- You're, you know, it would just it would just make. Her... Do you have any idea what year it is? That doesn't help anybody. I was about to say, by it, the way, I feel like it would just make them more confused. So Viv is wrong in that aspect, in my opinion. But um, so there is that sort of divide between them also mm. just the amount of time that they don't see each other right because johnny travels and he's predominantly based in new york mm-hmm. which is where he lives um all right so she has to go take care of her ex-husband i assume ex-husband i don't think I, everywhere i read said that they were technically still married oh still married okay i just think maybe maybe his mental illness he he or maybe as a safety way, they got him that apartment. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't either. I don't need to know. Right. I don't want to know. I don't want to know, don't need to know. And I like how sort of vague it was. Because, yeah. again, if you're talking to someone who already knows, there's no reason to say it. And and Johnny knows. And Johnny knows already. So he, she doesn't have to go into detail. Because for whom are you doing that for? Right? Hang on. Let me, let me explain this to the thousands of people watching. Right. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So I love that. Right. Yeah. So... She has to go take care of him. He has um, some mental illness, some sort of relapsing, remitting something or other. Who knows? Right. Mm. Don't need to. Don't you? Don't need to. Um, Therefore, she needs someone to take care of Jesse, her son. Yes. And he's sort of eccentric and he's sort of different and um, interesting, but not in an off-putting way, I don't think. Um, And just a nine-year-old little boy. And again, I think it fits so well that he was in the process of interviewing children or kids about their future mm-hmm. and about what they think it's going to be um, during this time to where, you know, it's almost like he's been prepping, you know, yeah. uh, for this subconsciously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I love that. And, and so as he's taking care of him, um, Viv has to stay longer and longer and longer. Um, 
while I think it was a little bit selfish because he needs to finish his his job, right? Mm-hmm. He decides to take Jesse with him on the road, right? Right. And this movie then turns into sort of a half road movie, um, mm-hmm. right? So it's sort of like if about a boy, you know, they went and traveled yeah. together, right? Um, which I liked a lot. Yeah. So instead of taking him to school, he would just take him to New Orleans, take him to whatever. He wants Jesse to experience life outside of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. um, which is important. Which is, I mean, in my opinion, uh, a good uncle trait to have. I agree. Yeah. Um, and again, the the story just unfolds with them hanging out together and getting to learn about one another and, and getting to um, grow with mm-hmm. one another, right, mm-hmm. in this short amount of time. And Which of course, I really like. And of course, the biggest thing, uh, Johnny learning how to be a parent, right. really. Yeah. Because he doesn't have kids. kids. Yeah, yeah. No. So um, getting that opportunity to see what that's like and, and you know, getting that experience sort yeah. of helps him not only grow as a person, but it, it seemed like it helped him with his interviews mm-hmm. also, you know, which yeah. again, I love that that's part yeah. of the story. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of the movie. <laughs> yeah. I that, mean, that's it. Vi, I mean, that's the movie. Uh, it comes and gets Jesse back. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. And, and, and the movie's over. Um, I love that the, um, the end credits, we still hear the interviews. Yeah. I, that's the only time usually, uh, I'm sorry. You're going to be mad at me. That's right. Or my mom's going to be mad at me if she's listening or watching. She's not. Um, I usually don't sit through credits. Um, at the movies, you don't sit through credits? Unless it's a Marvel movie. Okay. So But this one I did. So I have I've had the lights turned on on me well, at yeah. the movie theater more than once. Well yeah, we, we that happened when we sat through Pearl. Yeah. Well and then they um last time was Terrifier too because they <laughs> because they were gonna do uh a extra at the end. It was like a podcast or whatever and talking to the to the actor and to the director and you know, I was like, oh, I'll I'll watch that. You know, I had the lights turned on. I mean, they, they come in. I'm still the only person there. And they go, oh, I'm sorry. And I go, yeah, it's not. What are you doing? Turn the lights off. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, like, I'm the asshole, you know? Uh, but no, I just, like, look, I, I sidebar everyone. I appreciate every crew member that goes into making a film. Everyone has a job to do on a film set. I don't want to sit through and and look at all of them. Next time, next time, try this, okay? okay. We will do this on, on Wednesday. Oh, when we... When we go see the menu. Okay. Uh, no spoilers, guys. Um, no spoilies. No spoilies. Uh, pretend to recognize a name <laughs> and say it out loud. Like, uh, oh man, Joe Fontaine. <laughs> Woo! That's my guy right there. And it's like, he's one of the grips or whatever. You know, the best boy. Best, he's best boy. And, <laughs> you know, uh, that's always fun. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll try. I just, I don't know. I like you look like you got someone on the inside. It's sort of fun. Of course, of course, I've trained myself. As soon as I see the the music come up, I'm like, okay, we're almost done. Right. Uh, yes. But this, but taking it back to the episode, yeah, I did sit through the credits because I did actually like hearing more of the interviews. Yeah, and it wasn't just Johnny's interviews; it was his coworkers right, as well. Yeah, yeah. I just love that, you know, and I was like... Now, Mike Mills did something that I love, is that he he put the dedication in color. 
Yes. So you can, so that's front and center. Like you're not going to miss it. Mm-hmm. Like this movie is dedicated to this person. Right. Yeah. I loved that. Um, and that's it. That's the only color we got. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention this oh, movie's black in black and white. white, which I also loved. I don't know who I'm telling this to. We're telling Zach. this to Zach, who's already, who's seen, already seen the movie. <laughs> he knows. Um, <laughs> He's <laughs> screaming at his phone. Why haven't you mentioned it's in black and white yet? <laughs> and also the, um, the aspect ratio is a little bit different. Uh, yeah, I noticed that. Than traditional films. Because uh, it's not com- it's not a square, but it's not but a it's full... Not, not full widescreen yeah, either. Because the bars are on the ends still. They're not top and bottom. They're side and side. But um, anyway. No. It's almost like he did it... Um, I don't know the actual ratio. I just know it's referred to I as, could find it. as I the IMAX ratio where it's like top to bottom. I don't feel like looking it up, but I could. Um, not that the numbers would mean anything to me anyway. I'm so bad at that. Yeah, uh, so about memorizing which which one is which Dude, and shit. When when I get my Criterion movies and I'm oh, reading, they tell it, you, and it's like, yeah, we, we've reformatted it to the correct. And I'm like, oh, cool, cool. What do these numbers mean? The only time I I'll know if it's wrong is mm-hmm. if it's a television show, right? Post or uh, pre two thousand. Seven, you know. You mean what Disney did to The Simpsons? Exactly. And That's how you know. And it's then wrong. the internet bullied them into bringing back the original aspect ratio. Fixer, I'm not watching it. And you know what? I didn't until he did. So yeah. Um. So yeah, that's the only way. Anyway. Um. Sorry. So yeah, credits. I I loved. I love that. Yeah. So um. Okay. So okay. Go ahead. You can do. I've talked enough. You can do. Okay. The next. Uh, the next bit. <laughs> okay. I guess. I guess. I mean. Let's, I'm going to take it a different route. Let's start with Jesse. Okay. Rather than Johnny. Okay. I was going to say let's start with Johnny, but you know what? Let's start with Jesse. Jesse's really interesting because I, I, um, the significance of the, the orphan bit he does, I, I, I like, it's almost like a part of him feels like one, which is, which is interesting. Yeah. Right. Because I feel like he thinks he's been like abandoned by his dad, right? Where his dad is struggling with this mental illness. Yeah, and you know, and, and kids and, or drug use. I couldn't really pin down what it was. All I could find is that he had some. He, he just they just refer to it as a mental illness. Okay, well that's fine. Um, that makes sense, you know, because he's nine. He wouldn't know that his dad is struggling. Of with... course not. However, that might not be true because he knows about his what is uh, his mom's abortion. That's right. right, and even Johnny, Johnny didn't know didn't about know that. that. Yeah, right. So they're pretty open and honest with one another, which well, yeah, because he also says like, "Is it like before?" Which again, I really, really like. I like this, and I've seen it before in other movies where the 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 kid is treated almost as equal, right? Yeah, I love that. Um, there are. It's been sort of in a comedic dynamic. With like Easy A, for instance. No. <laughs> the Ashley and I quote that to each other often. Well, I know I'm adopted. Who told you? I love the relationship between that family, yeah. right? I love that they joke around with each other. They're really not talk. No one's talking down to anybody. No one's talking up to anybody. No one yeah. is assuming well, they are better or less than. I like that everyone's on an even playing field, and yeah. that's sort of where this is. It's not necessarily they are. It's it's almost she is. Telling him just straight up, yeah. You know what I mean. You know, and, and she and Vivian tells him, you know, I'm sorry I didn't tell you. Yeah, I thought I was trying to protect you. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Right. 
you know, and of course, you know, and like I just said, you know, Jesse's like, well, was it, is it like before? Yeah. And she goes, yeah, it's like before. Yeah. And what I love about that is it, I do truly believe talking to children just straight up. Mm-hmm. I think it makes them smarter. I, I've always thought that. Yeah. So Jesse is smarter than I, I think most, most kids. Well, I, I do want to go back to his orphan bit, sure, by the yeah, way, yeah, yeah, yeah. just for a quick second. Yeah. That shit makes me laugh hard. <laughs> it's so goddamn funny. Um, just because he commits to he does. it. Yeah. Um, and I love that Johnny tells him, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. And he keeps doing it. Yeah. Which made me laugh even harder when he does it when he's, you know, helping him in the bath. And he's like, Can we can we not? Can we just not and he's it? like, you know, does your son like to watch it? I was like uh, he was like he's not letting up. No. He's gonna because, you know, as he's he, you know, kids you know, I don't claim to be an expert, but I do know kids also like um routines essentially. And so if he's used to doing this, yeah, of course he's going to keep doing it. Yeah. He doesn't care that it bugs his uncle. He's going to no. do it. No, it, it, it brings him comfort somehow. Yeah. Uh, for some reason. <laughs> Acting like he's an orphan. And again, it's, you know, <laughs> the significance is beyond me. I, I do. I, I, I think you're onto something with it feeling abandoned. And, and, and again, you know, kids have coping mechanisms. Right. You know, you and I being children of broken homes. Um, yeah. <laughs> my coping mechanism was film. I latched on to movies, uh-huh. learning everything I could about the actor, the director. Yep. And now, now look at me. I'm a 30 year old stunted now look man. At us. Now, now look at us. We, we, we've made it. We've, I've made it mom. Yeah. We've... Um, but you know, it, I think you're onto something. Okay. I think, I think it brings some comfort. Yep. I think it lets, as we see in the final scene, I think it lets him know he's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. If, if I do, if I do the bit, I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Also, it could be that, you know, pretending to be an orphan, knowing I am not, means it could be worse. Yeah. Maybe. That too. I mean, yeah. I mean, I do agree with you. Jesse is league smarter probably yeah. than any kid his age. I mean, we don't see many kids his age in the movie. Most of the kids that they interview for the show. They're a little older. They're a little older. I would probably say a couple of the kids are close to Jesse's age. but Yeah. I would say mo- the oldest is probably maybe 13, 13, 14. Yeah, maybe. Because um, they he also doesn't want to answer the questions either. So Which yeah. I I was like, I, and I, love how, I love how he tells his mom, like, oh, is Johnny interview? Oh, God, no. <laughs> uh, and, and I love that he always does that. Like, when Johnny asks him, like, do you think we're the same? Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> like, I, I love that kid. And I loved my favorite shot of him is when they're at the skate park and he's recording the skaters and it's just it's just mm-hmm. a, such a good shot of him. Yeah, and I, I agree. I do have to point out this though. Whoever, I'm assuming the people who provide, because yeah, I can see you have IMDb. Yeah. I do. The people who provide trivia, it's all submissions, right? Like yes. People, okay. Someone submitted one. It made me laugh so hard. So the actor who plays Jesse, is it the first one? Yeah. Is apparently British, yeah. which I didn't know. Yeah. And this trivia is like, he's British, so he's putting on an accent the whole movie. The whole time. It's like, yeah, I know. That's... Oh, no, really? Yeah, no shit. Yeah, that did make me laugh. Um, I... 
But anyway, so Jesse and, and, and Mike Mills wrote that character so well, mm-hmm. you know, and again, like what we've been saying, Jesse is very intelligent. Yes. You know, for a nine year old. Now he does ask a lot of the same kid questions like, you know, why aren't you married? Why yep. are you, why are you still single? Why are you, you know, why don't you talk to my mom? Well, and here's what I like, what I loved about those interactions was um, Johnny tries to ignore him mm-hmm. and continue. And then he'll just, without warning, answer the question, you know, like it, it, there's no, there's no pause. Like there's no, there's no semicolon between him reading and then him just oh, deciding to answer. Like when he tells him about Louisa. Yeah. And he's reading the book, re- reading, reading with of Oz. And well, I mean, I still, okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I still like love, you know what I mean? And I, yeah. I love that. I love that. That character's, it's it's a little thing, but I like it because um, it's sort of like he's deciding to be vulnerable and deciding to open up to, mm-hmm. to Jesse, which is, you know, a, a big step. Yeah. It is, yeah. Which is a great segue into Johnny. To Johnny. Um, again, first, I got to speak as much praise as I can about Joaquin. Yep. Knocked it out of the park again. Yep. Uh, again, third movie we've done of his this season. and Is it really? Yeah, uh, her, her. I forgot and then about her. We did yeah. inherent vice. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if I? <laughs> I could have fucked with you and been like, yeah, dude. Then we did the master. Yeah, you know? then we did. Then yeah, we did don't fucking, you remember we did Gladiator? I can't you know, believe we you don't did signs. Yeah. You know, his whole filmography. <laughs> um, well, we did do. Uh, you were never really here last last season, oh, dude. Um, oh, fuck, I know. It's so fucking good. Uh, he's. But she's tremendous. Yeah. Right. I, um, Zach, when I told him that we were, when I reminded him that we were doing Come On, Come On, we were kind of talking, it was on our way to Elm Street Tattoo. Um, he was saying how, and I agreed with him, that Joaquin very strangely started doing a lot of weird projects. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he had this resurgence again. Yeah. And, and, I, and I feel like we are in sort of this he's in this sort of second like yes breath of fresh air for his career. I think it started with the master and then it yeah. just got, you know, went from there he did because a, he, he, did a, he did a lot of projects after that, that are just incredible. Yeah. You know, you, you work with the PTA once and he gets your career back up and going. That's right. Um, but yeah, I think so again, or inherent advice, whichever one came first. I, I don't remember. I uh, think it was the master. Okay. I do too, but I, I don't yeah. know. Well, I am. Oh Christ! It was a mess. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because it's like over here somewhere. Okay. And then a hair vice. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Perfect. Uh, anyway, okay. So I can't speak his praises enough. No. Uh, I mean, if I hadn't made it clear in the other two movies, let me make it abundantly clear. He was great, and again, and and. And I'm sure I talked about it in either her or inherent vice, but Joaquin's performance, it's just, this one especially is so nuanced. And again, we've been talking about the realism Mm -hmm. of this one. It's so interesting to see him in a role like this because he's not, I really felt like he wasn't, you know, method acting, which Joaquin does tend to method act sometimes. I mean, he definitely did for Joker. 
<laughs> um, losing that much weight, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he was gross. Um, hopefully he doesn't do that again for Joker too. I hope so though. I hope he does. You hope he does. <laughs> no, of course. Continuity, <laughs> um, man. So. No, but he got out. So oh he yeah, probably totally. Gained, he gained weight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's gonna. It's gonna look like Jared Leto in that fucking John Leno biopic. <laughs> anyway, um, it just it didn't feel like he was putting on a performance this time. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I said that about her and Inherent Vice as well. Of course, that it just seems so real. Zach, rude. check the record. Yeah. It's <laughs> um, our fact checker. <laughs> just watch you text us like, oh, yeah, no, Ray yeah, said that. Yeah, no, 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 you nailed it. You nailed it. Um, Fuck. Anyway, Walking uh, Phoenix, awesome. Yeah. Um, Johnny. Yeah. Johnny, I, I love a good complicated character. Mm-hmm. And again, Mike Mills wrote Jesse really well and he wrote Johnny expertly well yes i again i like that where there is no real tension between the two of them uh, jesse and johnny mm-hmm. i like also that johnny isn't isn't terrified of taking care of a child right yeah. or pissed off about it or completely in over his head. I like that he's just like, he takes on the, he wants the responsibility, he takes on the responsibility, and he's not like, oh my God, what do they eat? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, if you'd like reference to what Jeremy's referring to, watch Big Daddy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The first half of Big Daddy is Adam Sandler trying to figure out how do you take care of a kid? Yeah, like, oh my God, do they, do they sleep like normal? Yeah, I hate that shit. So I like that he's just, you know, like our, like you know, and Viv leaves him instructions, but you know he, and then he, throughout interacting with Jesse, he learns more mm-hmm. about okay, no, this is what we need to do, right? Like no screen time on this, you know, this, right, 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 right. Which again, you know, um, something I've learned from watching, you know, our friends Alex and Emily, mm-hmm. uh, and other, you know family members that have kids as well, you know, parenting is all about adapting mm-hmm. as well. And that Johnny, he knows he has to adapt trial and error, trial and error, you know, like one of my favorite scenes uh, when he yells at him because mm-hmm. he's scared. Yeah. He's scared. He loses Jesse and he's talking to Viv and he's like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like I yelled at him. Like I was so scared. And Viv's like, I know. Yeah. I know how you feel. You see those big eyes and you feel like the worst person in the world. And, you know, she urges him just to apologize. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll get over it. Yeah. He's, he, you know, kids are very resilient. Yeah. And I do love that Jesse tells her, you didn't have to call you while you're on his side. <laughs> so good. But, you know, and, and I love that, like exactly what you've been saying is this is, is helping Johnny as well. Mm-hmm. Cause from what I read, this is a year after he and Viv's mom passed. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we learn in a, li- in a little bit of spoon feeding that he did sort of get involved with what was going on with Paul. Uh, and he even recognizes, yeah, I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. So he did something there to really piss Viv off. Right. Um, but, you know, it's... I forgot the point I was making with that. <laughs> Just it was going, it was going, and then I was like, "Wait, I remember." That's now. funny. Okay, I remember, good. Uh, how complicated Johnny is? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, been a year since his mom passed. He and Viv haven't really talked that much because he did something 
during that time with her and Paul. And so, you know, he... And I just, I love that Mike Mills didn't write him as a character looking for redemption. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like that would have made the movie a little bit cheaper in a sense. I agree. You know, like, oh, well, I have to, I have to make it up to my sister. Right. Which, you know, I'm sure in some way he is. Perhaps. But it's not an overtly, it's not a, it's not a plot point. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not doing this to make anything up to you. I'm doing this to help you. Yeah. You know, and I'm also, you know, who wouldn't want to get to know their right. nephew as well, you know? Of course. And uh, and I'm sure, you know, at the start of it, you know, Johnny probably considered like, oh, this will be a cakewalk. Yeah. Maybe. And then taking him to New York and then New Orleans is when he learns, okay, no, it's it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. But I can do this. Right. Um, which is so, it's so... Again, I'm it sure. may also be proving to himself that he could have handled having children. He could have been a good dad. Mm -hmm. He could have met that responsibility. Yeah. Right. Um, if his life had gone that direction. Right. Right. Um, and I think he would have been. I think he would no, have been oh, successful at it. I, yeah. I mean, he. Apart from. Actually, not really anything. I mean, he. Right. He really knocked it out of the park, especially, again, my second favorite scene when he's trying to get Jesse to open up because, mm -hmm. you know, kids, kids will shut down. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, you open up to me. Like, and, you know, telling him, like, it's okay to scream. It's okay to not feel okay. Yeah. Which I loved, you know, and I agree. I think, I think had had his life gone that way, I think Johnny would have been a terrific dad. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And it was just so good, man. I know. There are so many possibilities of why, you know, he, he wanted to take care uh, of Jesse. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I, I think they're all right or yeah. all wrong. Right. I, there's, you know, this film is set up in a way where, you know, the, these speculations, Mm -hmm. um, are all valid and then all not valid, right? Well, and something I lo uh, love too is, you know, he calls Viv when he's like, you know, like almost to make sure that what he's doing is right, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, I, and I love that, you know, because it helps her see like, okay, yeah, my brother is trying. Yeah. He's trying to help me, but he's also trying to help Jesse, yeah. you know, which I, I thought was because it repairs their relationship as well. Yeah. Cause you, cause I mean, you, you said it at the beginning and during the synopsis that they haven't really talked. I mean, they don't have a bad relationship, but things have definitely caused them to become estranged. A little yeah. Bit. A little bit, you know, with being distanced apart from mm -hmm. each other, right. From opposite sides of the country. And, and also that, you know, disagreement yeah, with, with their, about their mom, about their mom. And then about Paul. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, again, God damn it. That actor, he's just so good. Scott he's yeah. the best. He's man. great, dude. He's so fucking good. Um, he always reminds me of Walton Goggins. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit in the face. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I love Scott. dude. He's, yeah. he's so great. Uh, again, every time you pop up, all I, I just hear him <laughs> going, who's Johnny Madrid? Oh my God. 
<laughs> so good. Uh, and then Timothy Oliphant kills him. Yeah. Um, Dash Diamond Dread. But, uh, yeah, it, it's... You know, I trusted Zach when he said that it's great. Yeah. And I was going to love it. I trusted him. I was like, you know what? If Zach is saying it, I'm sure it's of true. Of course. And I I think I love it more than he said I was going to. <laughs> <laughs> you lied to me, Zach. I love it more. Yeah, more. Because yeah. um, it just, you know, again, like I said at the top of the show, the drama isn't, it isn't too heavy-handed. It mm-hmm. isn't too... I did think for a second, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll be honest, I did think for a second when he loses Jesse the second time, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is it. Right. Well, I was like, always waiting for something horrible to happen mm-hmm. or for either Johnny to mess up in a huge way, Jesse to be defiant in a huge way, mm-hmm. and that just never happens, right? Yeah. Which again, you know, which again, I think makes this film even better, right? Because you don't need it. Yeah. Um, the, the movie, it's not what the movie's about. Yeah, the movie doesn't require, you know... So, like, let's say that scene where he loses him right before the bus mm-hmm. is like a, you know, traditional drama or another, you know, coming-of-age movie or something. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, the movie would then turn into Johnny's, you know, tearing his hair out, trying to find Jesse. Uh, yeah. Asking people, have you seen Jesse? Calling, you know, I, I lost him. I don't know where he's at. Ew. And then, you know, we find him with 30 minutes left in the movie. Right. And who fucking needs it, you yeah. know? And he, you know, and yes, he finds him fairly quickly. Immediately. Yeah, immediately. But it's still intense because I was like, oh my God. I know. He, he, he really lost him this time. And then it is sort of like a, oh, okay, good. He found He found <laughs> You know? Um, but yeah, the movie didn't need to dive into the whole... Like, oh, well, uh-oh, he's lost him now. Yeah. Like, well, oh, uh, oh, Jesse. Oh, Viv's, uh, Viv's going to be mad. You know, or like when um, when they're in New Orleans and, uh, you know, Jesse sort of has a meltdown mm-hmm. while while Johnny's interviewing. And, you know, Fern is like, you know, we, you know, the iPad died and we ran out of snacks. We don't like raisins, you know, which I also loved because Fern even recognizes like, like, hey, he's a kid. Like, he can't yep. control it. You know, and that's, you know, I was also waiting for that scene to be like, oh, mm-hmm. this is it. Yeah. Like, this is Jesse's big right. meltdown, you know, nope. screaming, you know, I hate you. You're not my dad, you know. Yeah. But no. Nope. He just asked Johnny, can you just finish reading the book, please? Yeah. <sighs> I know. So good. Uh, is there anything that we missed, Jeremy? Oh, uh, we can talk about Viv a little bit. Yeah. Because... Um, uh, Viv. The girl from uh, Field of Dreams? That's fame? right. Yes. For a Field of Dreams fame. Uh, <laughs> so now that I know that, I'm I'm not going to lie. Talking about Field of Dreams today, I'm like, I really want to watch Field of Dreams. Yeah, of course. Uh, um, so. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so. So Viv. Viv. Um, her character is also really interesting because yeah. um, she's she's dealing with a lot. Right. She really is. Um, she's having to, she's having to take care of, you know, her son while also finding time to take care of her husband mm-hmm. uh, when needed. Right. Yes. Um, and the fact that Jesse said, is this like the last time it happens often? Right. Right. Um, 
also, you know, firmly believing that you think like, for instance, the, the disagreement with their, their mom. Right. Right. Um, you know, she, she feels definitely a certain way about how things are supposed to go, how she's supposed to be treated, how uh, you need to deal with someone with dementia. Right. And she's wrong, but I mean, okay, well, she's wrong, but in her, but in the context, she's right for thinking. That, right. Of know? course. Cause she doesn't know what to do. No, I- again, exactly. She's, you know, she's sort of me. I feel as if her character is so overwhelmed by having to take care of people. Right. Yeah. Um, and when it came to her mother was just one extra thing. Right. Because it's understood that taking care of her husband has been, has predated this like that. That's been going on. right? Right. And now her mother is going through, um, this horrible thing, uh, dementia, um, and desperately wanting to fix it by maybe if I just tell her she's wrong, mm-hmm. give her the right information, it'll stick. It's not how it works, but right. um, feeling so overwhelmed, right, uh, of just having to take care of everyone, and, and and being somewhat hopeful that maybe her brother would be on the same page with her, right, and, and, and he's not technically not. I so with that aspect of Viv is very interesting um, of just someone who doesn't have time for themselves. Right. Yeah. It's almost like, um, like her whole point of existence is to take care of others. Yeah. Which is sad. It is. It is sad, but you know, at the same time, Viv is written in a way where she almost is, she has to shoulder it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I get the sense she's the older sibling of. Probably. I mean, they never say which again. I don't need to know. In in real life, no way. No. In real life, she is younger. So. Oh yeah. But you know, oh, yeah, Joaquin was like probably like a fucking teenager when she was in Field of Dreams. Yeah, she was seven in Field of Dreams. Yeah, so he was at least yeah, but. I get the sense that Viv's the older sibling. I know that, by the way, because I looked it up last time. Oh, <laughs> I, did you? I don't. I, just, I don't just know that off the top of my head that she was seven in Field of Dreams. The fuck would I know that? But I. I, looked I, it up I last would night. be impressed with you. You're like, no, trust me. No fact checking. Uh, she was born in '82. Field of Dreams came out in '89. So if anything, she was six. Yeah. When they came out. Um. But anyway, so yeah, I, I get the sense she's the older sibling, and. You know, you wouldn't know this. You know, because you're an only child. Oh, but, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but you know as an older sibling myself i do feel i have to take on a level of responsibility that i don't need to now as i've gotten older and even my brother's gotten older i'm like okay like i don't have to shoulder so much responsibility now um same thing i see with ashley too but again with her siblings getting older i notice she's like oh i don't have to worry about this yeah anymore um and so I, I feel like I feel that way about Viv that she feels like she needs to, mm-hmm. but unlike me, she maybe not necessarily didn't grow out of it, but maybe she she was put back into it uh-huh. with, with Paul mm. and then with their Perhaps. mother, yeah, because um, that would make sense because maybe at one point she did feel like okay I don't have to take care of everyone, yeah, and then 
with everything going on with Paul, mm-hmm. like, well, now I got to take care of, I have to shoulder this responsibility. Right. Oh, now my mother's right. health is declining. Right. Right. I got to shoulder that responsibility. Yeah. So maybe yeah. I just talked myself into an, uh, my own theory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I do, I mean, but yeah, she definitely shoulders a lot of responsibility that Johnny especially feels like she doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I get the sense from. Yeah. That's why it seemed like he was so willing, to me at least, to be like, I'll take care of Jess. Right. Yeah. I'll get this You can so you can deal with that. Yeah. You know. Maybe. Um, and again, the the whole, that, um, the whole thing with her having an abortion or having yeah. had an abortion um, was so interesting. I do love, we never hear about it again. Yeah. I love What's that. Up? I love that Johnny never asks her. It's not, yeah, it's not. I, and I was ready. I was like, he's going to do it. He's going to ask. Yeah. Uh-uh. He's going to do it now. Nope, didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And, 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 and again, I've said it numerous movies across the three years we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, a testament to good writing. You know, Mike knew writing this character of Johnny. Johnny knew, he knew that their relationship is already so in the early stages of repairing itself. Mm-hmm. Why would I bring this up? Well, and then he he also gets the sort of um, this this sort of I wouldn't say catharsis, but he he talks about it. He records himself talking about it. Yeah, right. Which I loved. I yes. loved that every night he would record himself. Uh, right. He is I documenting think, his journey with Jesse, which I really liked. Oh, and I think that's his comfort zone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or whereas we just kind of determined that Jesse's is to act like an orphan. Johnny's is to record. Record, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, what can I say? Jealous of that mic. That mic was <laughs> awesome. It's nice. Yeah. That mic was awesome. But I guarantee you that mic is hella expensive. Oh, yeah. that's a, It's a long boy, too. So it's like, you know, it's getting range. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay. Yeah, um, all right. I want to gush just for a second. All right. I loved how the movie was shot. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like a movie. No. Uh, I know we've probably said that about, about some of the movies we've done in the Maybe. past. It it did not feel like a movie. Yeah. At all. I think in this case, it sort of felt sort of um, documentary-esque, mm-hmm. I think, especially with the, the interviews and things like that. Um, and, of course, with the the such realistic stakes of the film mm-hmm. right where you know it's just you know nothing horrible is happening nothing, just two dudes. nothing outrageous yeah. is going on um where a few weeks ago kids felt like like it was a it was a, a home movie that that we shouldn't be watching this like, is like a gonzo film yeah film. this is sort of like you know just some teenagers got a hold of a video camera and were filming themselves around. That's a good comparison. Thank you. Um, this, however, felt more just um, as if Mike Mills knows this guy named Johnny and it was like, "Hey, can I? Yeah, film you? Yeah, yeah." yeah. And Johnny's like, "Well, I mean, I gotta watch my nephew. Yeah, like sure. don't just don't acknowledge that I'm here and we'll do it. You know what I mean? And we'll we'll just do this whole thing. That's what it feels like. And you're right, it yeah. does sort of feel." very natural and very um very realistic which i liked yeah 
Of course. Um, I also, sidebar, uh, I loved how text would show up on screen. Yeah. Um, when Johnny's texting. Because, uh, again, you know, I I watch movies with subtitles on. And so I was watching, and I was like, wait, why are there... I was like, oh, I was like, oh he's texting. <laughs> loved it. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, Just, of course, not, not only the text... Uh, when he's texting on screen, but again, reading when, the when he, mm-hmm. reading anything, yeah, um, it could be an article or anything, and it'll say the title and the author. Oh, love it. Yeah. So, all right. what else do you want to talk? About? I think I'm about ready to wrap up. I think uh, I'm running out just, of stuff. Yeah, because I, I don't want to like just talk, just to talk. I mean, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. That's why I just wanted to gush real quick. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, it was wonderful. Jeremy, are you ready to wrap up? Wrap up? I am. I am. Um, I'll definitely be watching this again. Hundred uh, percent. I I told Ashley, I was like, you will love this. Yeah. I was like, you should watch it. With it's me very time. very good. Um, maybe best of, one of the best of twenty twenty one for sure. Um, yeah. It didn't. Again, I didn't watch the Oscars. Uh, but I, I don't think I, fucking I, got I know. Anything. I, I didn't can look. I didn't get that deep. I, I know it, it got a lot of recognition. Yeah, I can look. But I didn't get that deep. Uh, yeah, again, loved it. Uh, no Oscar, but BAFTA nominations. Nice. Uh, so that's good. That's no the gold British. Gold. No. American. Well, that's all right. You know, the Oscars and Golden Globes are rigged anyway. So oh, absolutely. Who fucking cares? Yeah, who fucking cares? Um, yeah, 2021, so it won't be eligible for... That was last year. You know, so. what's really interesting is I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... Um, so I think, yeah, one of the best of 2021. Yeah. I think it was awesome. It was amazing. I loved everything about it. Again, it felt very about a boyish, about yeah. a boy-like. 100%. Uh, which I, I really liked. Um, Joaquin, hit this one out of the park again, buddy. Good yeah. job. Can't wait to, you know, even though I know you're going to hate me for this, even though I'm not a big fan of his work, can't wait to see him in Arias. Yes, Disappointment Boulevard. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be incredible. I can already feel it. So Hopefully, hopefully Ari doesn't pull that brand of horror that I don't like. Well, I hope he does. So (laughs) I think I read that it's supposed to be a drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a horror movie, I don't think. Yeah. But again, that motherfucker stretches the definition of horror. I know. Arias was the best. Anyway. So good. You're just wrong. Um, uh, Hey, Ray, (laughs) what are we going to be discussing next week? All right, buddy. So, I said you might be excited, and I hope you are. Well, we'll see. I've been actually dying to watch this movie for years. Years? Um, Years, Been dying to watch it. As soon as I heard about it, it's like, huh? That's gonna be a good movie. To shreds, you say? Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I was showing Ashley that the other day. Jeez. And my wife has never seen Futurama uh, in her life. What a bummer! Uh, very disappointed. Yeah. Um, next week. Next week. We are talking about Seven Psychopaths. Oh, fun! Uh, very cool. As soon and as of I course, s- with the this is good timing because the release of the Banshees of <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Michael McDonald, McDonough, McDonough, yeah, very Irish name. Um, yeah, tell me about it. Uh, first off, fucking in Bruges, in Bruges, fucking amazing, perfect. Uh, so, see, I'd already seen in Bruges by this point, and so when I heard about Seven, Seven Psychopaths, yeah. 
Colin Farrell was coming back. Yep. But this was going to be his first, well, not his first, but at least a movie that was going to reach American audiences. Mm-hmm. I was like, let's go. So, and it's got your boy, Tom Waits, in it. It's got Tom Waits? <sighs> I know. Wait, have uh, you not seen Seven Psychopaths? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, I was about to oh, say. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen Seven Psychopaths. Okay. Um, it's got Tom Waits, it's got Sam Rockwell. Yeah, who uh, I love dearly. Michael Pitt is in it for no like, shit. Oh, I fucking love Michael Pitt. For like five minutes. I don't care that people think he's an asshole because <laughs> he is. But that's... he is an asshole. But <laughs> he's a f- it. You know what's his best role? His five seconds in Hugo, uncredited. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> also, a fun cameo um, by Harry Dean Stanton. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, dude, if I remember correctly. R.I.P. to Harry Dean Stanton. Oh, I know. Um, Seven Psychopaths, amazing. I'm very yes, excited. I'm very excited. Like I said, I've been wanting to see this movie for years. Yeah. Never got around to it, and oh, I kept Waits, and I kept telling myself, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. And then finally, uh, yeah, when when we were getting ready for this season, we were gearing up, and I bought a lot of the movies on our lists. I was like, I'm getting Seven Psychopaths. That's non-negotiable. Yeah. So uh, hell yeah. Christopher Walken, Woody Harrelson. I mean, it's it's stacked. My, the only part, the part that makes me laugh is it was in the trailer when, um, when the guy's got Christopher Walken at gunpoint, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, put your hands up, and he's like, no, no, <laughs> yeah, and he's like, why? Because I don't want to. <laughs> it's like, it's awesome. That yeah. movie is amazing. Yeah, dude. Very cool. Yeah. So, uh, seven soccer pass. Seven soccer pass. Nice. Um, all right, everyone. Well, uh, we hope you enjoyed. Come on, come on, Zach. Uh, how'd we do? Last, Let us know. last shout out for the show, buddy. Yeah, yeah. how'd we do? Uh, and again, thank you so much for telling Jeremy about this. Yes. Um, oh, and I forgot to mention, I found out because I got an email from A24 that said it was going to be released. Oh. I was like, oh, Joaquin Phoenix sold, sold, didn't even see the trailer, <laughs> didn't, need, didn't need to. Um, anyway. Uh, I hope you enjoyed Come On, Come On, and we will see you next week for Seven Psychopaths.